Okay, we're back with part two. So you were saying about Trump and... You're, you're talking about the hate being put out there, and I was, I was going to point out <clears throat> there's two, two parts to that that you should touch on, or we should touch on. And one is... Because like I said before, the, the totality of this whole thing is so hard to accept because it's just crazy. It's crazy how much crap is going on. <clears throat> and one of those is this uh, partnership between what we call the intelligence agencies, the intelligence community, I should say, mm -hmm. and the individuals that are running the show over there who have for whatever reason, decided that the best way to move forward is towards <coughs> this one world government and the things that they've been doing behind, this, behind the scenes. But uh, if I... I have two liberal friends. <laughs> one I've known since junior high and the other one I've known since high school. And they're staunchly anti-Trump. And I understand it. <coughs> if I knew about the president, what they know about the president, I would, I'd hate the guy too. But as I do like to research and I like to go directly to the source for my information, like uh, I won't read what the newspapers are saying about what Trump said at the press briefing. I'll just listen to the press briefing. Mm -hmm. I'll wait for it to be over do whatever and then I'll play it on double speed so that I can get through it in half the time but the headlines that they put out paint a picture that is completely false they will say factual information they will say the truth right so they can't be fought in the court but they will exclude information so that the factual information that they put out is misleading or just overtly a lie. Like uh, one of the things I just posted <clears throat> today actually was a reminder because I just started using Facebook since this whole quarantine crap. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody that a liberal friend on Facebook posted something and made a reference to there was this shooting that, that happened. These two white guys shot uh, this black kid. And everybody's arguing, oh, it was racist. Oh, yeah, the, uh, I forget his name, like Abron or something. Some, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. that one. And everybody's trying to make it a racial thing. Yeah. And she posted that the president would probably say that these were fine people. And I understand what she meant because the narrative that was, that's been pushed out by the mainstream is um, that when that fight went down at the protests for keeping up the statue, I think it was Robert E. Lee, uh -huh. there were people protesting to keep it up, and there were people protesting to take it down, right? And then neo-Nazis came in, and Antifa came in, not part of these protesters, but they came there. And then they started fighting each other. And then uh, Trump was talking on a press briefing about it, talking about the protesters, not Antifa, not the neo-Nazis, but the protesters, and saying that, uh, 
you know, there were, there were fine people on both sides protesting for and against keeping the statue. And that, they, the, the media conflated those protesters with the, the belligerents, Antifa and the neo-Nazis fighting. And they made it sound like Trump was saying, oh, Antifa and these neo-Nazis came and there were fine people on both sides, but they fought. And when you look at it, which I did just yesterday, he says, of the protesters, there were fine people on the both sides. And then he clarifies, and I am not talking, this is a direct quote, and I am not talking about the white nationalists or the neo-Nazis, because they should be condemned totally. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And that is what they left out. And they tried to make it sound like he was saying, oh yeah, white nationalists and neo-Nazis, you know, there's fine people in that group too. They, of course, they ignored Antifa because... This, this whole thing is, there are sides to this. And Antifa is... So you're hard. saying they edited it? Well, they didn't edit it. They, they just, I mean, technically you say they edited it, but they just left it out entirely. Mm. You know, they stopped the clip right there to make it sound like that, and they pushed the narrative that he was talking about. See, why do you think the media is doing this? Because, do you think it's because the people, because everything's a pyramid of hierarchy, Every business, like everything, the whole structure of the world is a pyramid hierarchy. You think the people at the top of these pyramids, since they don't have control like they did with the, the other presidents, because the other presidents pretty much bought and paid for, you know, but you can't buy and pay for Trump because he's already a billionaire. Okay. You think, you think he, they're releasing or releasing, <laughs> unleashing all this like hate towards him because they can't control him? That, yeah, that's, that was exactly so, my second point. That's what they're doing, right? Yeah. And so they're brainwashing the people, I don't want to say who aren't intelligent. It's just like my, like, all right, both of my friends are intelligent guys, right? But politics is boring, man. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's all laws and freaking you want to understand one bill you got to read 400 pages you know it's it's all legalese well i mean they are they all they can't tell you the 100 percent truth because there would be chaos and the economy would collapse so they have to beat around the bush i think all politicians and anyone in government lies i don't feel they're truthful i mean you've if you've seen the tv show with kevin spacey House of, cards. House of Cards. I mean, if right. you watch that, if a tenth of that were truth and, and reality, which I feel way more percentages, how you know how close they are to the what actually goes on behind the scenes, the whole the whole thing would be in shambles. Like you, the, that's what I mean. That's so if, if if people and government politicians lie constantly, why would you pay attention? all fucking day to right. listen to these people speak. That's what like, like if you lied to me all the time, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> like I wouldn't even listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everything you say would have a question mark at the end of exactly. it. Exactly. There's a friend that I actually stopped talking to entirely because it's like, okay, did you really have a bagel for breakfast, man? I can't believe <laughs> anything. <laughs> He's that I mean, bad. Yeah, dude. Just everything. Everything. Do I know this person? Uh... 
Is it Rossi Samarco? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, don't, don't I haven't talk. seen Rossi in, since Coffee well, Bean Ro- Day. Rossi's a good guy. When's the last time you saw Rossi? Um, and Gio, was it Gianni or Giovanni? Gianni, right? Yeah, Gianni. <clears throat> it's been a while. I think I saw him by this Irish pub one time. <laughs> <laughs> by the Irish pub? Yeah. He I wasn't went, in it? I went... Uh, to McMullen's on Tropicana? No, it was another one. But uh, I think I ran into him and Eddie. And we talked a bit after I quit at the Coffee Bean. But yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Wow. I'm friends with Gianni on Facebook. But I've had like 100 friends. Like five, almost 600. And if you don't like like each other on, on Facebook, it, information doesn't pop up. And I'm not on there all day, so. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen too much. But, um. No, I don't think you met. But anyway, yeah, that, 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 that's the entire point, is that they try to make it boring. And all the stuff that you would listen for, the House of Cards, Deception, all that crap, they don't put it out there. But it's out there. Some people do. A lot of people end up getting mugged. Fired and killed. shot. Yeah, yeah. killed. There's so many. Have you heard about the Clinton body count? Oh, I heard there's, what, like oh, 56 man. people oh, that it's like, Hillary Clinton it's knows personally that committed suicide? <laughs> it's way more than that. But, yeah, this whole thing is just ridiculous. And it's all new. Like, for instance, uh, well, no, I won't go into that. That's Fine, let, let's put it this way. Since you feel there's a dark agenda. You were asking about why, uh, what I think is going on there. And I was saying that there's, there's the people who believe what the the media is saying and you asked why is the media doing this and there's actually an answer to that there's a specific answer to that well you said that trump is fighting this so since he's fighting it and it's working isn't there going to be a point where he's in next jfk where he gets assassinated or is what you would think is going on except for the fact that this isn't a trump led initiative this is if you if you if you look into what QAnon is posting, all the way back, 2017, you see a story come out in which the when September 11th happened, uh-huh. the stuff that we were told about hijackers mm-hmm. taking it over is BS. Yeah, and that there are there were and are people in the FBI, CIA, NSA, who were privy to what actually happened and who did not condone consent to the cover-up, but who did it because, you know, your boss is telling you what to do, man. And these individuals did their job. They kept to their oath to be patriots and to defend the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic, and they put together a plan to surveil these individuals, to find their network. And that's another reason that I referenced Dr. Joseph Farrell. He wrote a book called Nazi International, but he has many, many books that talk about it. And this is much bigger than just the the Nazis, man. But uh, in it, he puts forward this, his research in which he uncovers that the the National Socialists of the 1930s Germany 
didn't end or didn't fall at the end of the Second World War and that their ideology was brought into the United States. You ever heard of Opera Operation Paperclip? Mm. Werner von Braun, the head of NASA. I heard it Nazi. a bit. I never looked into it, though. Well, after the end of the Second World War, the top Nazis, the scientists, the leaders, the leaders of industry, the smart guys, got divvied up by the U.S. and, like, Russia. And the U.S. got the cream of the crop. They got the smartest guys. Mm -hmm. And they were brought in, given identities, and put into, you know, places of uh, influence. Like NASA was found, was, uh, it's led by Werner von Braun, one of the top SS Nazi. Mm -hmm. And they did what they were doing over there. Werner von Braun was doing rockets for the Nazis to take out allied forces at a distance. They had, they had stuff like radio telemetry and microchips long before the, the story that we're told, the Matrix story, the false reality that we have as history. Uh, and the thing is that they were Nazis. They were actually Nazis. These weren't people that were forced into it. These were believers, and they were brought in secretly and put at the head of these, you know, organizations. But they always retained their ideologies, their views on the world, their supremacist views. And over time, those views spread, and they were in our government. And you can go even further back than that. Like, you, can, you could say that at least 1913, when the Federal Reserve was made, that this was part of their plan. This, uh, this group of family and friends of rich and powerful people to push this one world government. It's always been the goal. Everybody's got a, a reason to go to work in the morning. That's theirs. Mm -hmm. And uh, w when you move forward to get back on track with why the media is doing it, you look into stuff like that. One of, one of the things to look into is this Operation Mockingbird. You heard of that one? <laughs> okay. This is Sounds a, like there's a lot of operations. Yeah, they call them operation. Operation. operation uh, but that's what happens when you're industrious, when you actually do work, when you think about something and put it down to paper. Mm -hmm. you know? And one of them was uh, a CIA initiative in order to make sure that the whole of the country was kept informed and on track with what they deemed to be crucial information. So that everybody could get along, you know, instead of walking and being, oh, did you see that show? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Everybody saw the same show, at least that part. And Operation Mockingbird, <clears throat> if you punch it in on YouTube, you'll see lots of videos about it, where it'll start with a local news broadcast saying something, and mm -hmm. then another local broadcast, keep going. And then you have like a hundred news broadcasts all at the same time on the screen saying the exact same script, word for word. So it's just a whole bunch of people mocking each other, you know, a mockingbird. Mm -hmm. And that is the CIA sending out a script, literally, to all of these organizations, and then they read that. And then after they've read that, then they cover the local news. So you have some, you know, what's going on in the world. But those main stories come from high up, and the high up is the CIA. And 
what's going on right now is that the, the certain individuals that are responsible for a lot of these goings on and who are spearheading the move towards this one world government are individuals in the intelligence community like the CIA and Trump is fighting against that initiative so therefore these players because it's not the whole CIA it's actually just a group a small elite group of bad actors but unfortunately they're at the top they call the shots like CIA director that's the top John Brennan he's one of them the guy's a Iran, Iran fanatic he's a communist he's just a bad guy all around mm -hmm. he's one of the main guys uh, spearheading everything against Trump but anyway but won't Trump get assassinated basically yeah, eventually yeah, that's that's what I'm saying bro this is so crazy that you have to take it piece by piece or it's like oh man what the fuck are you talking about yeah but yes yes they got they got uh, they got Kennedy because he was pushing for the same thing and you look at the video, it was the CIA who was driving the car and slowed down. And even before that, the one that they put out, the main CIA guy that was there for him was pushed off by another CIA guy. You got your good CIA, you got your bad CIA. This is all like a civil war between people in the CIA, people in the NSA. You know, <clears throat> The groups themselves are good, and there's bad actors and good actors in, in all of them. But... He had, Kennedy, had the belief that it was just a few handful of bad actors. That they weren't in the, and, and the CIA couldn't all be bad. And he was So mistaken. Oswald didn't kill him? No, there's another book. He by, was just uh, a scapegoat, basically? Dr. Farrell. <laughs> yeah. Do I saw some footage recently. The guy who shot Kennedy was in the grass. Not, not, not on the side where they were filming, but the, on the side, like the car's coming down. He was right here. It was point blank. It just shows a guy going. And then, yeah, all the forensic evidence for that case is available. And it tells you that the one thing you can be sure of is that somebody didn't shoot him from a book depository. Yeah, if, and if he was what, the, like if you look into the 500 magic, feet away? You can Google Kennedy and the magic bullet. <laughs> because the, the, the path that this one bullet or the, these bullets that would have had to have taken to come from that window are insane. It's like at one point it would have had to have gone through, I believe it was a shoulder or a forearm, stopped in midair and gone back to hit him through the throat. It's like, what the hell kind of bullet can do that? There's no bullet. Yeah. There's, there's, multiple, there's multiple shooters. But anyway, this, uh, the plan, the dark agenda to get us towards this one world government is being spearheaded by people in like the CIA. And the mainstream media, when you follow the money, you find out that every one of the mainstream media outlets are controlled by a certain certain people. Yeah, like Ted Turner. Yeah, and that they've all been consolidated over the years, and they're all directly owned and operated by CIA-friendly people, and they take their orders from the CIA. If you want to get real information, the only thing you can do is either watch the live broadcast from these places mm -hmm. or alternative uh, news people. Like, I'll watch, and that's for everybody, even Fox. 
Fox does whitewashing and distraction. Only recently have they actually started uh, talking about pertinent things, but for the most time it was, uh, they'll cover, they've always been the pro-Republican, just spin everything great, 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 where mm -hmm. everybody else is, you know, pro-liberal, progressive Democrat and hate on the Republicans. How but, much do you think uh, Rothschilds and the Saudi elites and the Rockefellers, how much do you think they're involved? You just hit them. You huh? just hit it all. That's, What's up? You just hit the three main ones that are that. Uh, How much do you think they have their hand in all this? You think they're just it's absolutely the they're ones the top. that are. That's it. That's the top. That's the main ones. You and then they have. The, they also have the power of the CIA people too. Yeah. And the Ted Turner and everything. Yeah, because remember these are ideologies. What is going on right now is called gray zone war. This isn't armies meeting on a battlefield. This isn't <clears throat> specific age. It's not, you know, like the CIA versus America. It's not that. Everything I've been saying right now is like, oh, the CIA owns MSN. So the CIA are the bad guys. No, no, that's the hard part to get. It's actually individual people within like the CIA. But this, is, this all boils down to individuals. And this is a a gray zone war. A gray zone war is the kind of war where you can't tell who your enemy is. Mm -hmm. It's when uh, the best way to put it is a hundred little fires going on from different people in different areas. And they, all of them seem insignificant. But when they are all set at the same time and they all come Boom, you've got a massive fire on your hands. And you don't know which one to fight. You've got, you've got people fighting you on Environmental Protection Agency, putting in totalitarian, draconian laws. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we can fight that. You've got, uh, you know, like governors putting in, you, you can't go out, you can't sit at the beach. You can stand at the beach. You won't catch coronavirus as you're standing, but you, can, you can't sit because then you catch it. Mm -hmm. putting down these little things and it's like that seems insignificant but yeah that's wrong and you try to go to that and then there's another law over here and there's a cultural argument over here and you're being bombarded by so many tiny insignificant stings that you can't point at one of them and be like okay this is the guy we have to take out and when but when you follow it as these people seem to have done you find that they're all tentacles leading back to one singular monster with multiple heads and those are the three main heads there seems to be 13 of them in total but do you see do you you think there'll be this totalitarian totalitarian state in our lifetime it depends on whether trump wins the election or not if he wins then no that'll be the end of it the nightmare will be over <laughs> you think so but if yeah Everything's Look at his shot. Come on, man. Well, that, that's where we keep on going back. These people are so powerful. Like, You know, one of the first things that he did was to kick the CIA out <clears throat> and to stop taking CIA briefings when he, when he came into the White House. He brought his own security. And then he had the entire Oval Office remodeled. Had the whole place stripped down and redone 
looking for bugs maybe he knew what was going on what all right to be specific if you follow the QAnon information website the story that's put forward is that this is not a Trump-led initiative that the good people within the CIA and the NSA who kept track of what actually happens happened in uh, on September 11th. Hold on, one, can I have one of those cigarettes? Yeah. With all this information going on, I feel like I need one. You want, uh, it doesn't matter. I'll take one of those not. crushes. Okay. That's menthol. Thank you, buddy. I don't usually smoke, but when I do, it's crushed camel. <laughs> what? Well, he's going to for sure win the election. I mean... Well, I don't know, man, because... Me, oh, no. It's going to be a landslide. You think Biden's going to win? All right. I, I, I'm, I'm being as positive as I can because I don't want the world to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll just be honest. I mean, they're, they're, the number one goal is to return the rule of law to this country. That is the number one goal. And everything that's happened before since 9-11 going back all the way I mean shit 1913 but one of the necessary things for that is to play within the confines of the rules that means you have to do things by the book you have to do things for real you can't put the NSA out there to swing the vote your way and steal the election you have to win the election and right now a lot of people are waking up but the, the Dems are gearing up to try to steal the election. That's what this whole, that's part of this whole COVID thing. It's crazy how many, you know, when this whole Trump thing was going on, when he, when he decided to run, how many more or less friends I have? People straight up, because I was vocal. I mean, I know in the back of my mind, it really doesn't matter because the Rothschilds and all those people are the top of the pyramid hierarchy. And how vocal I was for Trump, and I was getting it. People I grew up with, they like blocked me and unfriended me on Facebook. And I remember seeing one of my buddies that I, I had this debate with. You know, the ones who unfriended me. So I'm at a coffee shop, and you, they were just ignoring. Like <laughs> you could tell, like the, this energy with them that they didn't want anything to do with me. And I'm like, they're like, Angela, how come you have so much hate in your heart? I'm like, hate? You don't have hate? Like, this is a president that's actually going to do something that I f feel, you know? Yeah, because, because they think that you are supporting the... Like the next Hitler. The guy that, I'm, that I just said is like, if I knew what my liberal friends know, I would hate the president. But if they knew the stuff that I know, the additional stuff that they're not being told that changes the narrative, mm -hmm. you know, the, uh, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white nationals part, it would change their opinion. But most people, politics is just a, an occasional thing they see on the news or yeah. hear from a friend. It's not something that they jump into and it's like, I got to know what's going on. Let me watch the, the debate. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll listen to a bunch of Alex Jones. I know a lot of people think he's a kook, but I remember listening to him on the Rogan podcast going into it like, okay, Usually when I understand something, I like to understand instead of seeing what everybody else sees. And then when I heard him speak for two hours, 
I was thinking, wow, there needs to be more Alex Jones people in the world. Same with like Ron Paul, same with, you know, um, I'll listen to David Icke. I know a lot of people think he's a kook too, but if you actually listen to David Icke, yeah, no, it's uh, a, <clears throat> he goes deep into the rabbit hole. Yeah, but it's the, the thing it with becomes, the reptilian race though is kind of weird. Cause you know, every Bible that was written basically has this like reptilian figure and all the way from like Egyptian times to like the Koran to the Holy Bible, they'll have this like serpent figure and you know, I'm going to butcher it. There's a whole, U actually they took down this YouTube thing because he explains the whole, and I listened to it and I'm thinking, wow, everyone should listen to this, but you know, it's boring. People won't tune in because you know, it's and not basketball. The, the problem with Alex Jones and <clears throat> David Icke, David Icke, yeah, and Ron Paul, is that if you go even f if you go back to what we were talking about, the one and the many, and created in the image of the Creator, uh -huh. manifesting your reality, mm -hmm. then what you have with Alex and David is, yeah. I think they're good guys. I think they're telling the truth. The problem is most people are below the average intelligence quotient. <laughs> they're below the average yeah, IQ. Yeah, it's pretty so, scary. So therefore, they're not going to go into finding out what's going on. And the only thing you're getting from Alex and David is what's going on. You're not getting solutions. You're not getting a goal to work towards. You're just being told... The world is fucked. Look what's going on. Look at this terrible stuff. This is what's happening. This is what they're doing to you. Well, they do. This has happened to you. They do provide solutions. They, they should do this. They should do that. I mean, it's not a majority of the conversation. Yeah, but listen to Trump. When does Trump go out and just talk about this is what they're doing? This is what's happening. This is da 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 da. He doesn't. He, he says, talks about the solution. Yeah, he says the solution and he focuses on the solution and he points towards the solution. Talking about Anthony Robbins. What happens if you focus on the problem? You hit the wall, the problem. What happens yeah. when you focus on where you want to, want to take your race car? Then you avoid the obstacles and you get to the finish line. Wait, how do you know about Anthony Robbins? You actually looked into him? <laughs> yeah, man, after you told me, I read uh, Awaken the Giant Within. I thought you were so, like, anti all that. No, I didn't know anything about it. But when you, you told you had such fervor for the man, I bought, <laughs> I bought his book. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's powerful. But that, that mentality of focusing on the problem rather than focusing on the solution is what, mm. you know, they're doing. And I don't think they're... they're Hold on, where can I throw this at? Let's put it... Jesus, look at... Is that all from you? No. Maureen. Oh, I totally missed that. That's fine. Just can I just throw it, it in yeah. there? Lock it up will suffocate it, I suppose. Yep. But that's the thing. Mm -hmm. He's focused on solutions. When people throw something at him and they try to back him into like a, a logical fallacy, one of the, that's what all the reporters do over and over, just logical fallacy after logical fallacy. He'll just wipe them aside and repeat his point, his goal, what he's working towards. Yeah, or he'll just leave the entire press meeting. <laughs> yeah, the entire press meeting, he keeps refocusing and realigning on where he's going and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and you avoid trying to get into their little traps. But like I said, I don't think that Alex and David are doing it on purpose. You know, I think that it's good that they're waking people up because I only know about this because I started listening to Alex Jones. Yeah. You know, he's the one that, w that got me to understand that, uh, you know, that it isn't crazy to think that what you just saw is bullshit. Two planes just took down the fucking World Trade Centers. It's like, no. Yeah, and, and, and the third and one. The third Tower one, the 7 just yeah. fell? That was no, a for sure controlled demolition. It didn't just fall. Papers that were on fire wafted in. Come and on. Then it, and then it exploded and fell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was reading how the person who owned that building took out a huge insurance policy. Silverstein. Yeah. 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 And, and then he got caught on he, tape. He got paid out like big time after it fell. Yeah. Specifically for a terrorist act. That's crazy, man. And then That's crazy. Like, one of the things that they, they showed it once and then never again and never put light on it was him talking about, oh, yeah, I got a call. And, uh, you know, they told me that uh, it, was, uh, it was a lost cause. And I said, well, pull it. Just pull it. Yeah. Pull it. Yeah. Pull it being the term for bringing down a building with demolition. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. And it's still out there. And I remember Trump talking about the Tower 1 and Tower 2 and how... You know, he builds skyscrapers. That's what he does. He's like, the only top half would yeah. fall off. Not the entire, from the freaking sub, I guess there was a subway underneath that. I've never been in New York or those towers. You know, so, I mean, underneath, I guess there was a subway, and they show thermite. Yeah. In the subway state. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, they were showing that uh, there was a heat, massive amounts of heat coming for days i think it may have been weeks and in the pentagon there's not a wing there's no nothing yeah and no and evidence that a plane even hit the pentagon and guess who became all right the pentagon is covered by over 30 cameras where that would hit all of the video was uh collected by the fbi uh -huh. never saw the light of day guess who became the director of the fbi 30 days before September 11th. Hmm. Robert what? Mueller. Who? Robert Mueller. I'm not familiar with him. I mean, I'm Mueller, sure. Mueller, man. I... Mueller, the guy yeah, who yeah. just tried to pin Russia collusion on Trump for two years. <laughs> him. He's the one who was responsible for, for the whole FBI side of the investigation for 9-11. And hmm. he was covering shit up. And he's done other shady stuff, man. Like uh, I feel like Dick Cheney selling. had a big hand in it, too. Yeah. All, Halliburton. Yeah. These players are all part of it. And when you look into one, you see these, these connections to it. But any one part, it's like, well, that's not enough mm -hmm. for this whole entire crazy plan of world domination. I mean, it just sounds insane. But when you see all of them working together in a conspiracy, I might say, it's like, yeah, that's more feasible. And the more actors you put in and you follow their story, at least all the way back to then, it's like, well, that lines up perfectly with all this other crap and then another one and then another one and then another one and the idea that they're all working towards this idea becomes more plausible with everyone and like your friends every time you talk to them they're for this agenda you know they're like yeah we do need a, a totalitarian authoritarian government that's what we want and it's like i don't even think they know that much I think they're just going with the rest of the herd. Yeah. It does 
come back to the idea that most people are below the average IQ. Yeah. Like yeah. Most people don't even know socialism, what socialism is. Right. Like one of the things I hear a lot is it's democratic socialism. <laughs> it's like, what? Have you even studied socialism? <laughs> do you know? Do you understand that every form of socialism, the means through which a socialist dictator gains power every single time is through the use of democracy? Vladimir Lenin said democracy is, uh, oh, fuck, what was the word? It's, it's, it's absolutely necessary for socialism, but that's not, what he, that's not the word that he said. Indispensable. Mm -hmm. Democracy is indispensable to socialism because democracy and well, socialism is the opposite, the exact opposite of what the United States and the Constitution have. <clears throat> the United States is the idea that the minority, the small one, has rights and it is the place of the government to defend the minority from the tyranny of the majority. So if you're one man against the entirety of the country who wants to come and take your business because you're just a real bad guy, you have your rights, and if you haven't violated the Constitution, you get to keep it, even if nobody likes you because you got a big nose, <laughs> whatever reason. And socialism is the exact opposite. It says <clears throat> we are the majority. We're the big one. So therefore, since there's more of us and we want this, we should have the say because the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. We should get what we want and you should do it for us. Mm -hmm. The 51% controls the 49%. That is socialism. And what we have is the 1% will be protected as long as they don't violate the law. And what we currently have, which has turned so many people to this idea of fuck the 1%, is... Uh, you know, this push towards government interfering in the market and making laws and pushing things towards the benefit of the 1%, which is unconstitutional. It's illegal. It's unlawful. And what the Trump administration is doing is trying to return the rule of law and put these one percenters, including Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Eric Schmidt. I mean, how many people have stepped down or been put in prison who are the heads of multi-billion dollar corporations and it's not televised that's all because of the trump administration and that's what's going on it's not being televised people don't get it and therefore they follow the the narrative that he's just a bad guy trying to enrich himself and his friends no yeah i mean his life was pretty great and <laughs> he, i feel like he took a step down i mean he had gold toilets in his jet <laughs> yeah that's one of the things that he said in uh a speech that he gave before he became president. It was during the campaign that I saw, which I've watched several times and tried to show to people anytime it comes up. And he says exactly that. But it's a great sh uh, speech. If, if you Google it or go to YouTube and say, this speech will get Donald Trump elected, that's like one of the greatest speeches ever. Mm -hmm. Gives me chills, even though I've listened to it. Send, like send it to times. me. <clears throat> I will. But in it, he he points it all out, man. He points out the DNC, uh, the State Department, the WikiLeaks, everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything. There's so much stuff that he can't point out. Here's here's the thing about 
Trump. <laughs> he is lying to the people. He has to. Yes, he has to. Because the truth is so unbelievable that they have to be shown. Because you can't tell them. It's just so ridiculous. It's what do you think would happen if he did tell them? He'd just be labeled a conspiracy nut. Nut, yeah. And then they'd use the 26th Amendment or whatever to get him out. That's why he's avoided it. I think it's the 26th. I know it's crazy to see this guy go through impeachment and just his name smeared across the TVs every day. And uh, But uh. it's all turning around right now with uh, Barr and Durham and the investigations they were doing mm -hmm. and using Mueller's own investigations against them. The, their, their FISA abuse, all this stuff is coming out. It's going to be like Capone, you know? He was a gangster and he killed people and they put him away on tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> he got his just desserts, but it was on stuff that they could prove. Because mm -hmm. it's, not, it's, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Right. You can't go out there and tell people that these guys are, ugh, I won't even say it, but, but what you can prove, you know, okay, well, you know, the, they're really bad, but here's stuff that I can prove that they did. FISA abuse being one of them. <clears throat> wow. And a willful act. Like the whole Russia collusion narrative, it's, you know, it started with CIA Director Brennan hiring, well, actually, let's go, I can't specifically prove that, so let's just go to the other guy, <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the place? The, the Washington Free Beacon hired... Christopher Steele, a, uh, an outed, dis, uh, what the hell is the term? It's where you lose credibility and somebody fires you. Whatever. This guy, this bad guy, Christopher Steele, gets asked to do opposition re research on the Trump administration in which he's nudged towards find Russia collusion. <laughs> You're talking about a whistleblower? No, no, no. No, no, like a discredited person, a bad person. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so he's told to, to investigate Trump and find Ru Russia collusion. Not in those exact words, but as a, as a side implication. And he goes out and he comes up with this completely phony BS, right? And mm -hmm. he puts together his little dossier on who he is, and he leaks it under order from CIA Director Brennan to uh, the New York Times, Washington Post. It comes out, and then CIA Director Brennan, who had him do that in the first place, takes the, the, the headlines to the FISA court and says, hey, look, we got proof or uh, an idea that he's doing something with the Russians, so give us the full power of the Patriot Act and the federal government to look into this guy and everything. And then they said, okay, seems credible. It's in the papers. Even though he's the one who generated the fake stuff for the papers to have it. Mm -hmm. And then what they did was a fishing expedition, which is illegal. This is what's going to come out. And 
he goes in and starts looking at every person because FISA, this is the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, lets you do all kinds of terrible CIA stuff on American citizens as long as they talk to somebody overseas. And since they had Russia, collusion being the idea, they looked at Trump and everybody he's ever known trying to find anything to discredit him. And since it was all fake, they weren't able to find anything. And the people that were arrested and imprisoned were all imprisoned on technicalities or, or stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with Russia. Hmm. Right? But then the news takes that they were a Russian, uh, uh, convicted and spins it as, you know, Trump ally convicted. And it's like, oh, it must be Russia collusion. <laughs> but, but nobody reads anything more than the damn headlines to find out that it's not. <clears throat> huh. But that's one of the things that's gonna that's gonna come out. I don't know how deep they'll ultimately go mm -hmm. if they get into the crazy stuff. This marine? Yeah. <laughs> Should I move? No, you're fine. <laughs> wow. I know it's it's too much, you know, like when I wrap my head around it. And that's the I, small part. Exactly. That's why I quit looking into it cuz it's just so stuff. deep. The unbelievable stuff is just dark. And then man. I started getting mad cuz it's you know I I, I I just had to stop. Hi Marine. How are you? Nice to see you. I'm very good. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. I know. Yeah, I forget. It was a few months, I think. Oh, we're recording a podcast right now. <laughs> we're clipped. We got the clips on. It's pretty good. Pretty That's good my first time using these things, and they come out really nice. Yeah, you should probably edit this out, man. <laughs> well, if I'm quiet, can I sit out here for a bit? Sure. Okay. <laughs> we're talking deep into politics and occult politics yeah total totalitarian states actually <laughs> i should say the, the very thinnest top layer of occult politics <clears throat> yeah i was asking if he, if he thinks we'll see this in our lifetime like how everything is going down so with this whole covid thing and trump and it's you know the top of the pyramid hierarchy, the Rothschilds, the Saudi elites, the Rockefeller family, how it all ties in and, you know, just how I lost friends, debating them about Trump and just, just all kinds of crap. Have, have you lost, I, I haven't, I wouldn't say that I've lost friends, but the, we certainly don't seem to be on speaking terms. <laughs> <laughs> The occasional game invites that I used to get. <laughs> and it's because of that. It's I try I try to uh, you know, put put the missing information there mm -hmm. out and they're so dead set in their understanding of Trump is a bad guy that it I assume it must be painful. To get that information and be like, oh, I'm full of shit. <laughs> that they I reject mean, it. He could solve world peace at this point. People are still going to hate him. You know, it's just, 
you can't convince anybody. And that's why I tuned out of it. Because I was getting mad the more I dug deep. And I felt my I felt miserable all the time, you know? And so I had to kind of like pull the curtains over and just focus on my routine, which is going to the gym, read other books, creating artwork, doing podcasts, like, you know? And so... But this comes from an understanding that, or a belief, I should say, that the media is just getting it wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Not that they're actively waging a war. Because that's how I used to feel, too. I was like, how can they be so wrong about this? You know, if I could just get them to understand, then they'd see, right? But then any, any proof you try to put out there, they dance around it, and it's like, no. The media just wants ratings and awareness well, yeah, so they can get more advertisements and so they can make more money. That's what you would think, but it's not. It's much more direct than that. It is actually a war. It is an, a knowing effort, an effort that comes from understanding what they're doing. They are trying to discredit this man in order to get him out and make sure that no one who believes what he believes ever takes the presidency again so that they can push their agenda. Well, like you said earlier, you know, people don't read past the headlines. And I think they have to say a big enough headline to get that attention so they can get those advertisements. But people will only read that headline and form an opinion and which will cause the hate for this guy. You ever listen but, to Steven Crowder? Steven who? Crowder. Louder with Crowder. No. Yeah, one of my friends turned me on to him not too long ago. I don't watch too much of his stuff, but I just watched one today. And it's counter to what you just said. Because you would think that that's correct. But one of the things is, one of the stories that they put out was when he came out with hydroxychloroquine. Right? Mm-hmm. And... Then they started saying, he's not a doctor. He doesn't have the authority to talk about this. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's putting people's lives in, in danger. And then all of a sudden, this woman comes out and says, I, I took chloroquine and my husband took it and he's dead and I'm sick. And then the news media runs with it and they're like, Trump's advice is killing Americans. And it's like, let's break it down. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, the woman that said that she took it, and this is what uh, Crowder talked about in the thing one she's a democrat she hates the president she doesn't listen to him two she has a history of mental illness and abuse towards her spouses it appears she wanted to kill the guy and three the president was very clear about it. it's hydroxychloroquine and when you look at what hydroxychloroquine is it seems to be a remarkable medicine for many things, not just uh, the flu, mm -hmm. which COVID is. It's a very serious form of the flu. And they're telling people to avoid this remarkable medicine if you just look into it. And to run the narrative that, oh, the Trump got people, you know, the president got people killed. And wouldn't you think that a woman who was trying to kill her husband... <laughs> Possibly, right? And who used uh, this narrative to try to get out of it, to make it look like an innocent accident. Wouldn't you think that that would make a headline? 
Right. But because it doesn't make the president the bad guy, because it's a concerted effort, a war. You know, it's like the little things like that show you that, no, it's not. They're not doing it for clicks. They're not doing it for money. They're doing it specifically to get this man out of office and to turn people against him so that they won't vote for him. I feel like he's the the next Jesus. <laughs> one of my favorite things about about uh, one of one of the quotes about how the media is so dishonest. Somebody I don't know who said that uh, <clears throat> if Trump could walk on water, the media would say he can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how everyone hated Jesus when he was alive, but. Over time, yeah, they, they realized, like, oh my goodness, he was actually a good thing. He was I think that's how this is going to turn out. And it's just like that, man. The money changers, the banks, they're the ones in control. And the one thing that uh, Trump went after and has successfully reined in was the Federal Reserve. You know about fractional reserve banking, mm-hmm. right? You know about eternal debt and mm-hmm. money is debt. I think you're the first person who told me that, actually. And he has been able to rein them in and to put the Fed, this privately owned bank, back under the control of the federal government, the Treasury. So the structure and all their tentacles is still there, but the brain has been removed and replaced with the Treasury. Mm-hmm. So Trump is the... the We're about to run out of time in six minutes. We've been going for two hours. Isn't that crazy? Not it doesn't really. feel like two hours. A friend of mine... Uh, Chris, we used to talk about this stuff, quantum can I, physics, can all that stuff, at work. You just throw it. And we used to work, uh, what, eight, nine hours? Mm-hmm. And we would talk about this shit all night, <laughs> every day, for years. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, one of the girls, the cashier that we, we worked with, I was talking to him, and she just blew up on me. Blew up, just we're, we're at the coffee bean. No, no, at the Labette nightclub at the Win. Mm. I was talking to him, and just behind me, out of nowhere, it was just, "Shut up, Christian! Shut the fuck up! Would you just shut up? <laughs> you guys have been talking for fucking hours. Just shut up." <laughs> that was it. I just was it. <laughs> it's like not another word. All right. All right. I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna have to come back and we'll do another one. All right. All right. I'll be back.